I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you this fine Wednesday afternoon until 6 o'clock. We'll have uh, Cowboys Crosstalk coming up for you at 7 o'clock here on Double T 97.3, followed uh, at 8 o'clock by the Texas Rangers as they continue their series, um, close out their series, really, against the L.A. Angels. Astros uh, will take on the Mariners tonight in Seattle. Uh, that coverage also starting around 8 o'clock on 100.7 The Score. Fellas, how are we going? I am uh, doing good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, good. The band extravaganza was a delight. I would not say that, but it wasn't as bad as you thought. Yeah, like I mean, it's uh, it was only an hour long. That helps. Which was way better. Um, Bonus Kid did good, which was great. I missed yep. the first. I missed their first performance, but I caught their uh, their final performance. Was that because you were in line at the concession stand getting no. sheet ice cream? No, uh, sheet ice cream. Oh, I thought it was that. Yeah, it was rolled ice cream. Rolled yeah, ice cream. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah. Um, it's made on a sheet. That's no, I, I... I like how he, he builds up how bad this band stuff's going to be and then doesn't tell us, so, hey, there's going to be ice well, cream. Well, I didn't too. know. You, I mean, yeah. come on. You guys know me well enough to know that if I had known ahead of time there was going to be ice cream... That that would have shaped have, my opinion. You wouldn't have buried the lead, right? Uh, it was yeah. So I got uh, chocolate with a copious amount of whipped cream and uh, chocolate syrup, and the wife got uh, fruity pebbles, vanilla something, and yeah, good time. So the next time there's a bantacular, we're leaving him here. Will, yeah, we'll, we'll you and me are yeah. <laughs> you and me are going. Hey, come on, let's go seize a phone. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting because, uh, I mean, Cooper has a gigantic band, and I don't know how it stacks up compared to other high schools because my experience is, is very limited. This was my first band extravaganza, hopefully my last. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, but it was, yeah, they had a lot of kids. And then, you know, Liberty, this is their first year, and so it's just like 16 freshmen or whatever, but they did a good job. I was impressed. I am generally four kids being involved in just about any extracurricular in which they devote themselves to a, a greater cause, whether it be making grandfather clocks and shop class or playing the trombone or or shortstop or place kicker or whatever. I, I, it's That's an important thing. Who, uh, who had the best number out there and what was it? Somebody screwed around and played the star trek theme um dickens was fired up the only song that i recognized was hallelujah by uh leonard cohen mm-hmm. and then america the beautiful at the end obviously mm-hmm. that was kind of a that was the one where everybody played uh somebody has this in the yates flooring center chat line uh they say 80 was in line getting cheese weenies well i mean mm-hmm. if they had cheese weenies <laughs> 
right? There wouldn't be anybody in the stands. They would all be in line. Uh, but they didn't have the concessions open. It was just they had uh, someone out there selling sodas out of a uh, out of a cooler. No one even asked him to. He just walked up. And yeah, no, like, well, it's 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 amazing how much you'll uh, how much you can do if you just act like you're supposed to be there. You yeah. know. Just walk in. Like, hey, where's uh, where do where do the vending guys go? And then uh, they had the rolled ice cream, folks. Ooh, yeah. Would yeah. Chili Sweeney's be your food truck if you had one? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I think that would be very food truck friendly because you just have to keep the cheese weenies like warm, right? And 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 you know, the the cheese melted. You're not gonna like burn the hot dogs, right? Um. So yeah, I mean, you could cook up one big pot. You know, one big batch and uh, just ladle it into bowls, crush up the saltine crackers first, and you're you're good. Yeah, I mean, you can. Yeah, I think it would be very very food truck friendly. Just picturing, you know, at a at a music festival, going like, "Hey, have you tried the cheese weenie truck yet? They have one thing, and it's pretty average, but uh, it is very <laughs> it's food not trucky. average. <laughs> it is edible cheese weenies. You've had it before. You liked it. That's why I said it's yeah. edible. Yeah. Okay. All right, quad weens. Like you have a very discerning palate. It's not uh, as good as beefaroni <laughs> or quad weens, but uh, <laughs> quad um, weens. missed opportunity for both uh, in-state teams last night. Yeah, I thought about that. I thought that's the that's the most uh, September twenty twenty three thing to have happened. That we would be throwing out magic numbers yesterday and and both of them get beat, and that race just squeezes back down again. Astros and Rangers were treated rudely last night, unless something happened really late to make either of those games dramatic. They were both in hand when I went to bed. So the Mariners move up a game on the Astros. Uh, That has tightened. Rangers maintain their lead over the Astros. High school fans on tonight, 7 o'clock. Here on 100.7, the score. Uh, the Blue Jays still in the thick of it. They're well, a game and a half in front of Houston, who is a half game ahead of Seattle for the last place. Bobby Hotdog says, did they not devote a chunky block of their time for my fellow American covers? No, they didn't. Any uh, walking in Memphis? No. Uh, Bullfighter says, that food truck wouldn't last a week. You know, I think that we would sell out, um, but I think it would take probably a little bit longer than a week. But I, I appreciate your optimism, Bullfighter. I, I, I appreciate your support. Just be like a big, like, Velveeta well, you, yellow truck? Or what, like, you, what's the name? You you can tell we're Weenies one and on three. Wheels. Weenies on wheels? You can tell we're one and three. People just turning on each other, lashing out. You know, instead of being all kumbaya and pulling together, it's like just dunking on food truck ideas and crushing each other. It's like, man, we're... We need a win around here. We need to win badly. Well, and heck, you're, I mean, almost, what, a double-digit favorite? Yeah, I saw nine, nine and a half today. That's, uh... I don't really want to talk about that, but I, it's, a, it's a fact, right? Clint, yeah. did you put a unit down on that? I did not put any of my you know, hard-earned quad weens money on anything. It's gone down to eight and a half. Ooh, um, since opening, but uh, yeah, Red Raiders still a healthy favorite. Clint's waiting for the sharps to come in. More tech talk next.
It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until... Six o'clock, we'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double-t-97-3.com. We had this on the chat line uh, from Val, who asks, Did you see Don Williams' column titled, Don't Blame the Play Calling, Blame the Execution? I don't disagree, but even McGuire said that they should have run the ball once or twice when they had a first down on the 11 with two timeouts left and had to score a touchdown. After all, they were running the ball successfully. Yeah, he. I think that was addressed in the column today. And I think Don stated much more effectively, of course, we're talking about Don Williams, Avalanche Journal, columnist for a long time. He, uh, he, he much more eloquently says what I poorly say in my emotional rant-filled uh, Screed, the screed that gets played in here every once in a while, which that and I don't think that one had anything to do with play calling, but I think it's it's my my general complaint is just that we certainly as football fans, and that's not anything unique to Texas Tech or Section One Hundred Two or anything. Just gripe about the play calls when something's not working, and it, like I think more often than not, uh, well, I, I think that I think the perception a lot of times is that. That fans and we, who who lack the the nuance of of that stuff, will simplify everything down to a the the play call like, hey, we're trying to trick the other team. When the reality is, and you've used this, and it's it's the perfect theme for this week, rolling into who's going to be honored here in a little over forty eight hours. But uh, you know, Coach Leach talked about we're not trying to trick anybody. We're trying to find leverage. You know. If there's three receivers over there and only two guys covering them, we're going to throw it over there, and we're going to throw it to this green spot over here, and, you know, and all the things that Leach did with his whatever it was, seven or eight plays from a, a, a volume of formations. But, you know, I, I, I just think it's a it's an oversimplification a lot of times, and, you know, a lot of times I will get, I'll catch grief for reducing everything to, uh, to baseball, but I think about, like, pitch selection – you know, you're not going to fool that hitter if if you only throw a fastball, a breaking ball, and a changeup. There, you know, there's you're going to throw 100 pitches, and you've got three offerings. So it's not about tricking them. It's about there's going to be points at which you throw a fastball and a fastball count, and you execute the pitch and throw it where you want to, and you get a ground ball or a weak contact or something. And it's the same thing here. I think it's the it's the uh, the idea that we're not trying to run when they think pass or pass when they think run or whatever. It's about calling a play against some leverage. Maybe you get a little lighter box and then you go make the block and you whip the guy in front of you and you pick up the blitz and you whatever. You throw the ball here instead of behind him there or you catch the ball instead of dropping it, etc. So, I, I first of all, like I haven't read the column. Uh, and like you said, Don does a great job. I, I disagree with, hey, don't blame the play calling, blame the execution. Before I continue, almost certainly Don didn't write that headline, right? Most writers yeah, don't write true, headlines. True. Um, so I don't, 
you know, being intimately involved with that process myself professionally, I don't want uh, anyone to have any kind of, you know, mistake about, you know, my issue with the headline is sure. not with Don Williams. Sure. And I think it can be both. I think you're exactly right in the process too that that those guys yeah. submit their columns yeah. and somebody else they, says, "Hey, I've got editor, this much space to yeah, put the, the cop, yeah yeah headline." Um, like the, the the issue with the offense is more than just play calling, and it's more than just execution. It can be, and I think is both. It can be all of it. Um, some of these drop passes, some of these um, you know missed blocks or bad calls or bad throws. I don't think um, if they had gone the other way, I don't think that they really solve the major issue which is what is this offense's identity what does it do well um you know like if you give loic fungi three mulligans on the three loud um you know misplays the last two weeks and i don't i'm not picking on loic because he's far from alone he just had three really loud ones that were hard to miss um I, i don't think it changes anything i mean what do you again what do you do well you haven't run the ball enough in four games to really say that as positively as we all feel about Taj Brooks, and hopefully he'll go off for another monster game on Saturday. Um, even when healthy, Tyler Shuck was not sharp. Um, he was not consistent. He had his moments, and he was also had his, had his moments where he turned the ball over, whether it was his fault alone or half and half him and the receiver or – the O-line jump, jumping into the party there for responsibility, whatever it is. Um, th- this this offensive group is not prepared enough, right? Whatever they worked on all offseason hasn't translated. Um, I'm not questioning their you know intent or their effort or their toughness. I know they're all trying their best. Um, and so on, on some level, this can kind of seem like I'm, I'm kicking them when they're down. But it's a, it's a collective failure. And I don't, I don't know that it's something that can you, you can just fix midseason. I think there were instances on Saturday where you had a light box and you did not run it. I think right. there were instances, um, you know, on Saturday where you where you clearly should have done something different and you didn't. And I'm not even just talking about those last four plays, um, you know, and, and you're one and three. Like that's that's what it. Is. I'd love to be able to talk about or, or or you know what it would be like if you were three and one or four and zero, oh, um, and, and I don't. You're pretty close to that, and still would have the same offensive problems. But it sure would be a nice position to be in. It, it is the the way you started that is you make a great point because for as as high on the running game as we are right now, um, which you know we had a really good QB run game against Oregon. And then we had a really good rush game this past weekend from our running back. Um, and, you know, Tarleton was Tarleton, took care of that. But, I mean, we all came back in here on the Tuesday after Wyoming and lamented 33 for 93. With 33s and a lot of runs, I mean, that's, you know, that's – and that was a variety of shuck and scrambles and called runs and this and that. But – it was a day in which nothing got going in the running game. So, you know, we, we can't treat this like there's just this perfect clarity with all this or that's been there all year. 
because it just hasn't but it and it and it speaks to what you're talking about that that you know you know it's just lacked identity there there hasn't been anything to really lean on uh, or any one guy to lean on or any one position group to lean on uh i do feel good like you said about taj brooks and and they've talked about cameron valdez like they're going to force some balls to him and get him get him activated this week i think he did have a carry or two this past weekend but uh you know it, it it'll all look better when there's a good result at the end of it and i, I know that's, that's, that's just as profound as it gets but you know that's put put a win behind it and put a decent performance behind it and uh not saying it solves everything but you know we don't have to sit around and get into the minutia about this or that dropped pass or this or that right. third down conversion or whatever because it, it's all sort of symptomatic into a dramatic number which at least this past weekend was two for 18 on third down i mean that's really a you know if you're sitting there at 30 i don't know what a good no, percentage is if you're sitting there at 30 percent, you don't feel great about that but that's 11 I mean, that's dismal now they did convert five of eight on fourth down but I mean, just you know that that's pitiful and that's not rising to the occasion and there's got to be some answers. Well, yeah, and you're not going to win any games. No, not consistently. A lot of help. Two of eighteen, and they had a lot of help. They were plus two in turnovers. I know. Margin, I, know right? I agree. That's more tech talk next. podcast put together with red raider fans in mind this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction hey how you doing going how you going it's tech talk on double t 97.3 and double t 97.3.com sorry i'm wrapped up in uh, in my program here wagon train trying to lip read so very, kind of follow along with the plot very dramatic story we got june lockhart in there and labor i feel like if i walked up to a food truck called wagon train and they serve cheese weenies i wouldn't be surprised see i kind of view see because you're kind of you know tossing out imagery of you know wild west you know frontier 1880s stuff like that i I think cheese weenies fits more in line with like the Jetsons. I mean, it's futuristic. Um, so think sci-fi, right? Think think lost in space more than wagon train. Think cutting like a Star Trek. Yes, theme. yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, Spock would eat cheese weenies, right? This is not like I don't know. That's not very logical. This isn't a John Wayne, you know, vehicle. This is like a you know Luke Skywalker chowing down on some some cheese weenies before fighting darth vader stuff. see this would be a great time for the star trek theme like right here every time it's a good time it would just no just but not the band slap. version uh, uh, oh man. oh wow walk right into that one step right up and get your cheese weenies futuristic get your sheet ice cream yeah i mean you could like you could serve that in a cup at a sporting event with a plastic spoon you know? True. And the stands are evacuated. <laughs> for, well, for I mean, something, reason. something might get evacuated later. Depending yeah, on how so much they're you all eat. in line. Yeah. At the, they, you know, uh, this person says in the EH Flooring Center body. chat line, uh, execution is very important, but so is energy and urgency. I'm not seeing much, if any, of that when they're on the road. 
Um, someone says, Kingsbury was very good at out-of-the-box creative plays, but seems like that we don't have any of that currently. Uh, Val says, when I played, we were getting five and six yards on every off-tackle play. We didn't run anything else. Like we were saying, we were good. We we're going to keep running that play until you stop it. Yeah, the decision was, are we going right or are we going left? Yeah. <laughs> you can you can try to stop it. Sam says this, uh, what makes great coaches is playing to the strengths of their players. You have to have the personnel to run the fast-paced air raid offense. I think the offense would be better suited for a pro-style offense. That would help with some of the more, I'm sorry, some of the offensive line struggles and help with time of possession. Our defense has played well, but I feel like they're wearing down late in games due to how much they're on the field. Um, let's see. Texas Tech time of possession. Dead last in the Big 12. Uh, 26 and a half games. Now, 26 half games. Sorry. Minutes. minutes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that part of that's tempo, and part of that's not staying on the field. Yeah, like all your, the. Your third down rate. Right, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Hand in hand. Yes. Glove in glove. Um, you know that that's not great. At the same time, I. This is just game four. Um, how many how many plays did Tech defend against um, West Virginia? Total offensive plays. Oh, that's a C. No, eighty-one, sixty-four, sixty-four. Tech ran eighty-one. They ran sixty-four. So four yards per play. For both teams, it's it's game four. While you certainly have injuries and no one's completely completely healthy, I don't know that you're just getting, you know, gassed by a few more plays. Right at this point in the season, it, it was the temperature was fine. It was probably pretty chilly, kind of cold with the with the rain or the mist. So it wasn't like they were out there in 110 degree temperatures. Um, yeah, I don't know that I'm willing to just kind of give them a pass on. Well, you know, they couldn't stop Wyoming on that fourth down because they were they were out there for too long. You know, like again, yeah. I'm not crushing the defense. Sure, I think they've played well. I think they've lived up to expectations uh, as a unit. I mean, individually, there are probably some players that haven't done what we were hoping or expecting, but as a group, they've they've lived up to expectations. I would say. Um, but I'm also not just here to give out free passes when you're one and three. Uh, this past game, West Virginia, 34, almost 35 minutes of possession, and us barely over 25 minutes of possession. Wow. Uh, you look at the half totals, 22, almost 22 and a half, let's see, almost, excuse me, almost 21 and a half minutes of possession. For West Virginia in the first half, like that's twenty-one and a half like out it. of thirty. Yeah, and then you flip it in the second and a half, and it, it wasn't as dramatic. But in the second half, we had uh, right at seventeen minutes, so slightly more than than half the position in the second half. So we flipped that narrative, but that was also when we had a couple of drives and went and did some things. But it's just hard to deal with two for eighteen, man. Two for 18 on third down conversions. Right. Um, this in the channel line, other than our tight ends of late, we have not made use of our best playmakers or speedsters for that matter. Do you th 
think that jet sweeps would work with number 410 or 14. You know, Dre McRae ran a jet sweep uh, and... Lost yardage. Yes, he did. Oh, well, it, it was a jet sweep, but it was the little yeah. forward pass. I'm going, wait, this didn't have it down as a rush, but it was the it was the, the forward pass, pass technically. Yeah, that, yeah he... Uh, um, yeah, so they were they were trying there, but yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's the guy. And again, I'm, I'm not putting this on him. Like he hadn't done a job. I'm, I'm saying that, but it's like that's the dude who hadn't really gotten loose this year. That that we heard a lot about, like his speed is game breaker speed. And in an offense with no uh, home run hitters, we, we thought maybe he'd be that, and he's got time to do that. I mean, I don't want to act like we're at the game eleven here, but it, it's time. You know, he get some dudes loose this weekend. Bobby Hot Dog says this. I wonder if it would be any good if you mixed in some beefaroni. It would not be any good. Uh, it would be ruined. Uh, Cheeserinis would ruin the beefaroni. Steven says weenaroni. Steven says I've always thought that y'all were just talking about cheddar dogs when cheese weenies came up. Ad, your food choices may be just as odd as Clint. And yet he sits up there in his ivory tower, looking down on quad wings. <laughs> Uh, someone else says this. Uh, cheese weenie sounds more like a spork is needed for eating it at a game. Yeah, a spork or a spoon. It's all fine. With your vegan hot dogs. No. Um, <laughs> Bobby Hot Dog says 80s food truck would be called the weenie wagon. I like nice. that. That's good. Nice. Um, someone asks, do you think that Cliff would consider coming back as OC? No. And I saw some stuff online today, uh, and I'm I'm not drawn off sides by it. But there's two lines of, you know, there's still this angry mob mentality toward Tech for Leach, you know, which I understand the past. I understand that, but you do realize that Mrs. Leach signed off on all this stuff, like on him coming back, yeah, on on him being honored, yeah, yeah. and and so. You know, just like this angry narrative. And again, if you want to be mad about the last 10 years, fine. But it's like, I, you know, it's like, the, like you're still mad about it. I'm like, hey, she and her family will be here participating this week. So they have buried the hatchet. Like, I, I don't know where that misinformation came from. And Cliff will be here Friday night, will not be here on Saturday. More tech talk next. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. With us, I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double-t-97-3.com. This on the chat line. It floors me that some of our fan base can ask ask with a straight face, do you think Cliff would come back as OC? Um, This person says in the chat line, uh, how about that soccer team? Yeah, number five RPI in the country. The rankings in the teens i believe but uh yeah they are they're set and uh i mean there's so much ahead of them too still uh this of course two games here this weekend thursday night uh, against the sooners tomorrow night and then uh 
Cincinnati here on Sunday. And then a uh, big road trip to Provo. And then the uh, Horn Frogs come calling. And it seems like those two teams are uh, are the, the other, you know, maybe two of the top teams in the league, maybe with Tech and Texas. We'll, time will tell. But uh, every, everyone has respect. I watched a little bit of uh, BYU beating Texas 3-2 to two on Monday night. And BYU looked explosive to mm-hmm. me. Like their scores are like they they and and then you know and and one of the commentators was saying that she had talked to Coach so and so somewhere. You know, I, I couldn't tie all the names together to know who who's who who was speaking about whom, but said this is the year that that BYU could win the national championship. Because in 2021, I believe they lost in the final game to Florida State, and uh, it feels like BYU is that well equipped to uh, compete at the at the very highest of levels of college soccer. So that'll be a big one here in a couple of weeks, uh, going up there to Provo, as you said, going up there and coming back with a standings point. You know, you go find a way to win that one or tie that one. It is going to send ripples through the the. Uh, soccer universe and uh boy the, the stage is set for i would think for it's probably a little too soon for this sort of talk but for uh red raiders keep this up they could host and that would be a blast that would be uh this in the chat line from tracy and dallas hey boys heaven forbid anything happens to baron morton even for a player or two but in the event something does happen any idea how jake strong is developing as a true freshman quarterback i don't know but i think he's the clear cut number three um you know, I think on the depth chart, Will Burns is number four. Of course, he was the the shortstop, but there's some. Uh, of course, they don't want to get to that scenario, but uh, I think there's some rules that almost make it, uh, uh, you know, that make it really difficult because he's here on a baseball scholarship playing football. Most of the time, it's a flip. It's mm-hmm. a Patrick Mahomes or a Cody Fuller or something like that that are here on football doing the second sport of baseball or track or whatever and so it it would it would create some problems if will burns appears in a game don't ask me the for the quotation of rule 7.0.2 or whatever but they don't that want is base or football programs hiding right players you got on, it. On the baseball but team or the basketball that was team, the genesis of the of the rules back probably in the 60s and 70s it was like hey let's start a golf team and then we can Go recruit fourteen <laughs> quarterbacks and put them on golf scholarships. Right, we, you know, but yeah, you're right. And so uh, they, you know, when when Coach Morton was uh, Coach Morton, when Coach McGuire was asked about four deep at quarterback, he got into Coy Aiken and some of those things. Like, you know, if if they should go through Morton and through Strong, so uh, you know, my I, I don't know the answer to the texter. I I think he's doing fine, but he's probably a true freshman. You know. It is probably not something we we want to see a whole lot of, which is no knock on him. Just it's you know, we're coming at him like you know drinking through a fire hose at this point, and probably not ready. Uh, but yeah, they, it, we don't we don't want it to get farther than Jake Strom and that, than than Jake. And I think uh, you know this, this it really is there. There probably has to be a a, a conscious effort to get like Morton like hey you can't be taking on tacklers you know you can't be you got to get out of bounds you got to get down yeah you know whenever whenever possible you got to minimize minimize the contact uh this in the chat lines 
Uh, from PJ, Gus and AD, what is your favorite soundbite on the Double T 97.3 soundboard currently? Um, I think mine's the uh, oh. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That, uh, that's the Sopranos O oh is what we're going for there. I think they're... And there's a good YouTube. It's about about an eight minute long YouTube of all of the oh, yeah, you know, those guys. So it's uh, so it's yeah. fun to pair that with the uh, the Gabagool one. Yeah, my uh, my wife's a big fan of the uh, Suck It Steve. She likes that. Yeah, I'd have to think. Caught me off guard with that text, but uh, yeah, it'll probably hit me here in a minute. But yeah, the the just the 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 level of uh, emphasis you put on the. You know, suck it, Steve. Your team is poor. Mm-hmm. You know, which you and I were talking about how rivalries get ginned up and how, you know, and when when that was, and we talk about it all the time, but when you, you know, when you share a portal or you share an office or something with somebody and, you know, your, your guy Steve is from the rival team that you play every year and twice in basketball and this and that, and you hate it when he wins and he hates it when you win. Like that's how rivalries get born as opposed to Texas tech and Cincinnati right now. We don't have enough suck at Steve out there to really hate each other. Um, and that was kind of in a context of media deals and Mm -hmm. realignment. Yeah. How we're losing some of that. Are you, uh, kind of die down over the last month are you ready for it to spin back up again oh i'd prefer not but what do you got in mind are you offering up something there are uh (laughs) there are whispers out east gus there are whispers out east we'll uh don't have enough time to get uh our friends segment our friends on the coast but uh but in the next segment yes i will share uh and this is not from like random anonymous twitter guy right or, or even like sports talk radio guy who, you know, and I'm, I'm one of them, sure. so I feel like I can do this. Dubious track record of, of kind of like, you know. <laughs> Breaking news. Sure. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's spinning back up again. This in the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Um, just joining Gus, any comments on the passing of Brooks Robinson? Um, yeah, I, I – uh... I hated to see it. I, I have a friend that's a good uh, big time Orioles fan, and this this year at opening day, that said, "Man, Brooks is you know looking rough." Uh, and I posted. I think it might have been my first ever post on Threads <laughs> last night, but uh, I think I posted on every one of my social media things a uh, a uh, the 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 picture I talked about, the little scrapbook photo I told you about when I was ten years old. Wrote a letter to Brooks Robinson at the baltimore orioles and he wrote me back and gave me my little answer my little baseball question on an autograph photo i posted that with a little explanation of all that on facebook twitter instagram all that stuff so yeah i was uh my, maybe my first ever threads post felt special more tech talk next it's every red raiders favorite podcast this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'll have Cowboys Crosstalk at 7. Should be an interesting episode tonight uh, here on Double T 97.3. So uh, before the break, I teased this. And uh, 
I, I think this this is far more interesting and meaningful to me than any of the Florida State theatrics. Okay? Um, we, we have known for months, heck, maybe years, that Florida State is not happy with the ACC. Uh, they had that Board of, of Regents meeting or trustees earlier in the year where the uh, the AD flat out says that, hey, this, you know, this revenue number is not good enough. We need to find a way to close the gap or explore other um, conference options. We've talked about the interview with the chairperson of their board of regents. You've talked about it. Hey, that person saying the the grant of rights is the least of our concern, and I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, a lot of bluster from Florida State, right? A lot, a lot of talking. Um, in the event that a uh, any kind of schism happens with the ACC, it would not just be Florida State, right? It would be Clemson. It would maybe be North Carolina. It would be some other programs. We kind of got wind of that in the spring, right, when the reports came out that a group of ACC programs were exploring a way to get out of the conference to break the grant of rights. We, we've not heard a lot from Clemson throughout all this, right? We've not heard a lot from Clemson insiders, from reporters who cover Clemson, um, from you know the, the various team sites that cover Clemson at Rivals and 24-7. They've not been barking from the rooftops, um, yelling from the mountaintops about, hey, Clemson's sick of this place. We're out of here. They've been really quiet. Which has been FSU's mode, the Seminoles. Right, FSU has been very loud. They've been the loud chihuahua, right? Bark, 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 bark. Trust me, I have one of those. I know what it's like. <laughs> much, much louder than the pigs. Well, the pigs don't exist, and hopefully, will never exist. Wow. Um, but then there's this today from uh, what's this guy's name? S- somebody who covers. South Carolina for the uh, South Carolina Post and Career, right? This the University is, of South Carolina, yeah. They, they cover Clemson for the South Carolina Post and Career. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, I, I might have... Uh, That's all right. I might have misspoke there. They're, they're reporting, and again, this is not like being blared by their Twitter account with a, a red siren emoji or, or anything like that, just kind of casually in a column, says that they have heard from Clemson officials um, that their departure from the ACC will be announced sooner than later. As in potentially in the next month. Um, that's it really is interesting because, as you said, they've been maybe the quietest Um uh, and then, and then we'll talk about factions within all of that. Is, you know, will there be one school or two schools or four schools? I mean, the thought has always been in this just perfect world of, I say, fantasy realignment. But oh, these two will go here and these sure. two will go there. But you know, if 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 it's a super aggressive play, all four could go one place or the other. It would make probably if you were saying all four were going to one league or the other, I would probably guess. SEC ahead of Big Ten, but you know I don't. I'd be, 
I'd be lying if I said I was going to be surprised by anything that happens. I mean, right now in this world we live in, we're about to enjoy, uh, uh, you know, Stanford and Cal playing games at well, their close by rival in Louisville. Maybe not, or maybe not. Yes, maybe not. This may be the realignment that never happened. Uh, this is what they it's wrote. Like TCU to the Big East, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, quote: School administrators indicate an announcement about a Clemson bolt from its growing financial disadvantage in the ACC relative to SEC and Big Ten schools is coming soon, probably along with Florida State and North Carolina and perhaps another ACC school or more. Even as South Carolina officials try to block Clemson from the SEC. How soon? Quote, sooner than later. According to a senior Clemson administrator, um, follow-up question, sometime in 2023, quote, stay very tuned. Wow, that sounds like more of a, a by Halloween. <laughs> Those are my words, but I'm saying that if you if it's stay very tuned, that feels like it's something here in the next couple of weeks. I, I am curious about the the challenge of the grant of rights i mean what the what the pathway is out and how that'll be handled legally but i guess i guess any sort of a challenge to the grant of rights might be preceded by hey we're announcing our move over here and then let the legal chips fall fall where they may or the conference says no you're not and then here we go away we go with courtroom squabbling and and this is again not from some random twitter account nameless or some sports talk radio person, some idiot like me. Or some Th- random is, podcast. Or yeah. Clint. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Th- this is from Gene, I'm sorry, Gene Sapikoff, oh, who I've never heard of before, hey, which is fine. Um, he's an old guy, right? He, he is established as mainstream as you could possibly be. This is not someone that is desperately searching to drive traffic to his his nascent sports blog or you know feed off of your interest in realignment by harvesting your views for YouTube ad revenue right this is a guy who's worked at this newspaper for decades maybe mm-hmm. who who is just about the news and um I would say this is as meaningful uh, of a kind of an alert as the Barry Trammell stuff with Colorado in the summer, right? I like it. I don't necessarily like it. I mean, like, the, yeah, sure, whatever. But sure. I mean, I, I I agree with what you're saying, 100. percent So, I mean, the ripples from this, who knows what they are? This has been the Tech Talk podcast. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.